Welcome to the Coming Home Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Annalie, and I am an expert at helping you recover from narcissistic relationships. Today's topic is all around helping you understand a narcissist behavior and what is going on. The more that you can accept somebody as narcissistic or very unhealthy for you, the sooner you're then able to really let them go and to stop thinking about the life that you wish that you could have with them and start focusing on your happy ending and the relationship that you get to have with your soulmate. You're always in one of three phases with a narcissist. They either love bomb you, they hook you in, or they discard you. This cycle repeats over and over and over and over and over again. It is very predictable that you are going to be in one of these stages with them. Narcissists are not capable of loving, healthy relationships and true companionship. They are always just interested in getting their needs met. They are following instant gratification and whatever is going to get them feeling high. They want hits of dopamine and anything to feed their ego. This is why when you hear the term supply instead of another person, it's because they don't even view that new person as a human. They view them as somebody that they can use and feed off of. That is just a narcissist nature. So many people ask me, why is a narcissist the way a narcissist is? Were they born that way? Did they grow up that way? There's many different factors that influence it. But I have people stop dissecting so much of why they are a narcissist and more so accepting the fact that they are a narcissist. Because the more that you're wondering why they are that way, the more that you're leaving hope and room for them to change and to be different. That is the number one thing that keeps people stuck in abusive cycles with the narcissist is the denial that they are a narcissist and hoping that they will change or finally become the person that you want them to be. And so it's not healthy for you to be thinking so much about why they are that way and to actually turn it more into accepting that they are. For example, you're not wondering why a murderer is a murderer. You understand and accept a murderer is a murderer and you're not going to interact with them. You're not going to hang out with them. You're not going to invite them to dinner. It's the same thing with a narcissist. Sure, it might not be as extreme, but most murderers are narcissists or psychopaths sociopaths, something is off, something is missing. And that's the point I want to prove here right now is that in narcissistic people, they don't have compassion, they don't have remorse, they don't have empathy. And even if they do show you signs of remorse and they start crying and sobbing to you of how sorry they are, it's not real. It's just what they need to do to hook you in. Again, they love bomb you, then they hook you in. They hook you in with their sob stories and their false apologies or them agreeing to go to marriage counseling. It never gets better because right after they hook you, they're eventually just going to go right back to their old tactics, their old behaviors, and you're just going to always then be wanting to get back into the love bomb phase. And so this is where we have to just understand and accept that they don't have true empathy, compassion, and remorse. And that's actually what separates us from animals. We do have that ability. And so narcissists are really running on survival mode and just following their instincts. They also are so emotionally immature. Think of a child. They're not thinking of the consequences that follow when they eat the entire bowl of ice cream or the entire carton, but they might say that that's what they really want. They really want it. 
and they will do anything. They will trade anything to just get that ice cream. They would, they would trade up a hundred dollar bill to get that ice cream. It's, they're not thinking about the value of the thing that they're trading it in for or what they might be losing. They are just focused on that thing in front of them. That's going to make them feel really good. And then once they get a stomach ache, then they start to beg and plead and wish that they did something different. Same thing with the narcissist. They're just following what feels good in the moment, which is why they are cheaters and they're not thinking about the consequences. And this is why they come back after they've cheated so many times or they left you or they made it seem like you were an option. They were just following their nose, their eyes in the moment. They don't think about how you would even feel. And even if they did, they don't care. And that's the problem. And so what the biggest issue is when dealing with narcissistic people is making sure that we finally accept that they are narcissistic and we're, we stop holding on to hope that it's eventually going to get better one day and that they're going to eventually change or be the person that you always hoped and thought that they would be. I have so many clients who have been married or in relationships for so long, year after year after year, holding on to hope and never getting to the point where they actually became that person that they either saw in the beginning or that they hoped that this person would turn into. So I just want to make sure I'm giving you guys all of the truth around these relationships so that you're not you're not falling for the belief that you just want to see the best in people or everybody should change. That's why I compare it even to the murderer and I know that that's it's so extreme. But it's to really understand this is the final point that they are spiritually sick, they are emotionally sick. They are emotionally immature. They're not right in the head. They are not wired the way that healthy, compassionate, loving people are. And so we have to stop analyzing them and dissecting it and get to the point of acceptance. What I want to help you with is getting to the point where you truly, 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 truly are more focused on your love story and your happy ending. You're more excited about the hope and the potential of the future with your soulmate, somebody who you're wildly attracted to and, 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 and they're also very good to you and care for you and choose you. I want to help you get more into that story and let go of the story that you thought that you were going to experience with the narcissist and let go of the fear that the narcissist is going to live the story you were waiting for with a new supply. It's not true. A narcissist is a narcissist. They will be in the love bomb, hook, or discard phase no matter who they're with. They can get the most beautiful, amazing person, and it might even appear that that person does seem younger or more beautiful or whatever it looks like to you. It doesn't matter because a narcissist does what a narcissist does. They will eventually end up discarding that person. Whether they break up or not, most do. But whether they don't, they're still discarding them in the relationship behind closed doors because that is just solely what a narcissist does. This is why I actually even created a whole bonus video in my No More Narcissist program all around it's not your fault because you thinking that it's your fault or something that you did or didn't do or you not being good enough, sometimes we think then that that is the reason why the narcissist didn't choose us and why they left us or why they chose somebody else or why would they even want somebody else? Obviously, it means I'm not good enough. 
And it's not true. It's simply that our higher power actually loves us so much to not have us end up with the narcissist. So no matter what we did, the narcissist was still going to be blind to us and not able to fully choose us. Why? Because we actually deserve so much more because we actually get to experience our happy ending. And if we got our will, it would be to end up with the narcissist for them to finally see who we are and choose us and love us and want to be with us and experience the happy fantasy that we all have had with the narcissist. But it was never going to be that way with that person because that person is spiritually sick. They're not capable of a healthy, loving, happy relationship, no matter who they're with. Nobody is able to change them. And that's one of the biggest issues with them. Narcissists don't think they have a problem. They don't think there's any issue. So they don't seek support and seek help. There's a very small percentage who are actually people who are diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. That is somebody who is seeking help. But I'm not talking about people who have a straight up diagnosis. I'm talking about the people who think they have no problem and they take no self-accountability and no self-responsibility and they still are able to function. It's a miserable way of life. I see it all the time with so many clients where their partner, their ex-husband, their ex-wife, years, years down the road is still playing the same games, still doing the same old, same old. They're not happy. They're not good with the new supply. They're not happy playing all these games. It's a miserable existence. And so this is where I, I share about having compassion for them. Having compassion for them that it's a sad existence of life that they're going to live. But also not allowing your compassion to tolerate and accept breadcrumbs and abuse. Keeping your compassion without giving them access to you or any energy and getting so focused back into your love story and releasing any regret and guilt that you have. Most people have shame from these relationships and they feel so stupid or crazy. They feel so dumb. How did I stay this long? How did I fall for it? Well, you didn't have the full evidence that you have now of what the relationship would turn into. You had hope. You had compassion. You had belief in this person. Those are beautiful things to have. But now eventually it has clicked in. It has locked in. And you just have a blank canvas to create your new story. You gained wisdoms and lessons, experiences, insights, Certain gifts, some people got children out of these relationships. You wouldn't want to change that for the world or have that any different. It needed to be with that person's DNA, and that just was, to create the perfect mixture and combination of, of your child. So we want to start to see the silver linings of it. We want to release the guilt and the shame, and we want to just move forward and get into the love story. Your later days are going to be better than your former days. And that is a fact. And I wish that for you. I believe that for you. I know that that is possible. And I know that you get to have that and you get to experience that. I'm sending you so much love. Go ahead and check the show notes if I have any upcoming masterclasses or my no more narcissist course is available. Sometimes I have an option to book an actual call with me. So just go ahead. If there's anything that you're interested in the show notes, check that out. And as always, send me a message on Instagram at Dr. Annalie with any breakthroughs or insights that you have had from this episode 
or if you have anybody you know who's struggling with narcissistic relationships who could really benefit from this, if you would take a moment to just send this over to them or share my work with them, I want to make sure that I'm able to reach everybody who is seeking solutions around narcissistic relationships. Have an amazing rest of your day, my love, and I will be talking to you soon.